Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning sickness. Hi there. My name's John. It's 545. There's my friend Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around here somewhere. We are off and running uh, another week here in paradise. We want to work for another Monday. For a couple weeks, because uh, it's already Memorial Day. This is the big build-up. We're almost, uh, that down. We're almost there. Amazing. Which means it's officially summer, which means a lot of people out there right now are uh, dealing with that strange entity laying in the bed until 1, 2 in the afternoon now, every single day, not doing a goddamn thing. And that is your child. It's summertime. And now's the time in which they're lumpy, they're lumpy strange bodies. Just lay around the house all the time, and you realize how much you need the school system to babysit your child for the hours of just to keep them tolerable. You need them gone for at least eight to ten hours a day, at least. You're scanning summer camps and all sorts of things. Summers, I, I don't know how my parents, I, you probably did summer camps. You probably went down like the line of, did you go to camps? I did go to a couple, but there was a period of... Because you were the third and, kid, and, so there had to be your parents. And had high to be school like, went to a couple of sports camps. They wanted, they wanted you gone. So I guarantee you, by the third kid, you didn't have to go. You're an only child. Yeah, no, I didn't either. I, I don't know how my parents did it. They kept us in the. I think my dad did it just so he didn't have to mow the grass every day. I had to do some sort of yard work. So I was just. It was Dan Camp. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You're gonna sleep all goddamn day? You know, no. But I was. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know how you do it. So, yeah, camps are the thing that I've always thought. I always thought, I, even when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, you're going to camp? Your parents don't want you this summer? I thought it was a an immediate kick him out kind of thing. I never got to go. I kind of maybe regret it, but because all the stories I hear of the, it's just basically, nobody comes back going how much they learned at camp or whatever. It's who they got to make out with or throw fingers and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I remember one kid came back from eighth grade, seventh grade. Into eighth grade, and he had gone to uh, some weird camp in Payson for two weeks, and evidently got tugged by a girl a couple of times while he was up there. She gave him some tugs. Nice. And uh, she didn't come back to school. We couldn't figure out why, but it, her parents kind of found out about it and realized that they had a whore on their hands and had to dump her into some sort of specialty school. Like, can't be in public school. This girl likes to jerk too much. So. Whore's anonymous? Right. Well, they had to put her in going? there with her religious... You know, if she's going to do this, she has to do it with boys who believe in the same God as her. She can't go off, you know, jerking off some Jew or heathen or something like that. It would be against God, so... We didn't do much on, because we camped a lot, and then we'd have a big, usually summer vacation. And that kind of a... Yeah, the family. Yeah. But I guess I made up for lost time because... in college I, w- I was a camp counselor for three summers you went back to try to get tugged as a teenage uh supervisor 
It's pretty it was smart. Friday the 13th situation yeah. was great on, on a lake. and Did you have balls uh, over here? Inner yeah. council. Now, was that the same as the movie? Did, relating. Did all the counselors have sex except you? I'm guessing you didn't probably partake. But um, If we talked to the other counselors, would their story be it was a sex romp? Mm, or were you not noticing? My guess is no, you didn't we notice. Were, there, there's messing around going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounded very grandmotherly. But you were not partake, partaking in that. No, I, I uh, hooked up with some counselors. All right. Uh, the whole, you know. Mm-hmm. No, no, usually, you know, one kissing. or two a summer. It's but a long like, summer. But the know. full pull. You're not, you're not saying you... You did the full Friday the 13th. Yeah, no, no, no. I did not. Um, You'd have been the one deals. Jason didn't kill. Because he hated yeah. teenage sex. Yeah. Like, you would have been the one. He's like, this guy's not doing what I don't like. And not right. that I, yeah. Jason yeah, was I a guess prude. So. Yeah, pretty much. That's I mean, all Jason was. Yeah. was just a bitch because he couldn't His get laid. His mom ruined him. Jealous. Yeah. yeah, it's mother's ruined things. That's what they do. Anyway, camp was always for the one. Yeah, but that one girl, I think her name was Charlotte. Wasn't allowed to come back to school anymore because her parents found out she was jerking the guy at the camp. That's all I ever remember of camp. Yeah, any kid that went to camp came back with a story of a girl that they snuck off with or some sort of... I think it's actually designed to get a girl pregnant. I don't think camps feel comfortable uh, that their summers were a success unless they at least have one or two pregnant girls at the end. I don't know what else you do. You learn archery. Never going to use that unless you're a lunatic. Uh, yeah, you don't you know, picking up leaves and stuff, so... It's all about getting a girl pregnant. Got to figure out which one. Maybe it's maybe it's just, and we never figured this out, a uh, horror, um, you know, like reveal party. Like you find out which girls are going to be sluts, and then you come back and tell the parents, well, your daughter did two hand jobs and a, and a beige. Uh, you got to get her into a private school. She's She was horrible up those here. Rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah, you get, get those up. She wouldn't go all the way, so that's your daughter. Maybe it was a horror reveal situation, because I don't know what kind of skills you learn in camp or why you do it other than your parents just don't want you for a week or so. I remember Jill downstairs sent her kids to camp last year, and it was like, I, there might as well have been a one-man band and a show and, like, fireworks. I get to take him to camp. I'm like, how long's he gone? Eight days. She's running around there. I'm like, this is like, you're so happy. Oh, you won't be at the house. We don't have to see him for a week. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But, but I don't need him at the house every day. The ones that are amazing are the ones they drop him off for four to six weeks. That's the ones where you really hate your kids. They're, they're, you're not I, again. I don't know what you're teaching them in the woods in summertime for four weeks outside of. All right, find out who the whores are. This is how you learn. This is whore training, son. You see how many handies you can get, and then also you see if your kids, a, uh, you know, if the boy is any good at pulling wool. How was it? Did you meet anybody? Uh, no. I got one of those little twink boys. Best friends for life. (laughs) This is Brian. He's my new best friend, Dad. Oh, no. (laughs) You guys didn't uh, tug each other or experiment or anything, did you? Oh, come on. A little. (laughs) I wonder what camp's like now with all the boys in dresses and gender fluidity and all that stuff. Jeez, it's got to be crazy. What camp you got? Boys side, girls side. How do you handle that now? Which cabin do the middle ones go to? Yeah, I don't know if they run into that. I'm sure they do. They're running into whatever. Sure Why wouldn't now. they? Why would they be immune to it? Uh, don't allow it. <laughs> they just tell them, oh, come on, put your pants on. You're not going to see it. I don't think too much of it like the church yeah. camps. Church camps probably. Well, they've had gay their whole times. So they're they're called yeah. church counselors. And, oh, yeah, they're the ones that you're inviting your kids to learn to be gay at those. 
Yeah, I wonder about gender fluid transitioning <laughs> kids up at camp. Uh, of course, then again, those are the parents are never going to let their kids out of their sight. It's crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you, today, uh, maybe, I may be single after today. I have, you know, you know, there's a rule. Nothing's happened oh, yet, okay, Brady. Yeah. There's a rule that I told Brett before. Yeah. There's a rule at the house today. It's just a test. It's not even a test. It's just to let's see where we are. Let's let's see let's see where we go here. Because I have a feeling I'm a feeling I'm going to be with Cordell and Cordell sometime around four this afternoon. I cleaned the garage yesterday, and I mean cleaned it. And if it was on the floor, there was a chance it was getting tossed. If it was on the floor and it had meaning, I was putting it in the hallway. Outside of the garage, in the house. So I'm bringing the things in that are like, all right, this evidently had intention at one point and then just got stuck in the garage. Vortex of, I'll do it later. So uh, inside this wall, or on this wall, which I was clearing out the walls. The walls don't need to have stuff stacked against them. It was just getting weird in there. I picked up a box that had four shoe boxes in it. Opened uh, every shoe box. There's shoes in there. Tags on the shoes. Tags on the boxes. Big box. Okay, these are not things to throw away. These are brand new shoes. I'll put these in the hallway. Next thing was a uh, red light um, mask, and it makes you, it looks like a hockey mask that has infrared red lights in it. It didn't look cheap, but it didn't look expensive. But it didn't look like something you could throw away. Put that in the hallway. A bag of clothes, tags on all the clothes in the in big trash bag. That goes in the hallway. So now the hallway's kind of filling up. Looks like the garage used to. Another bag of clothes. I'm like, there's another bag of clothes here. This is crazy. A lamp from 2013 in a full-size three-and-a-half-foot box that has never been opened. <laughs> I had to open it yesterday to find out what was in there. But the date on the side said delivery date, 8, like 15, 12. So even, the, even giving the benefit it's of the 11 doubt years old. that somebody screwed up the years, it was either the 12th. Of August or the 15th of August in 2012 or 2015. Either way, we're looking at 11 or 8. Box was never open. Also written on the side of the box was the word Rick. And we have a friend named Rick that may have said, I'll take your spare lamps at one point. I didn't know it was a lamp. I opened it up, see a lamp inside. I'm like, closing that hallway. Would you call Rick and tell him to get his ass out uh, of your garage? If Rick, if you're listening, yeah, we've got your lamp, evidently. <laughs> it's 12 years old, but... Uh, and then uh, a few other things that went in there, like, all right, got to take care of this. Uh, I go over and said, uh, all right, garage is spotless. I mean, this is a good job. I did a good job today. And I said, but there's a, a bunch of stuff over here. And I showed her that this needs to be dealt with. This was. Uh, oh, yeah, those are the things I wanted to take to Goodwill, and I was going to give that to Becky's kids, and I was going to. Okay. Anyway, it was a three and a half foot box with a lamp, and it's never been opened. I don't know what that is, so. Yeah, okay, well, that has to go. That's a- All right, we've got plans for everything. I don't care what the plans are, but uh, let's just ta- let's just handle this. This was a long day. I heard her say later in the evening, I'll put them back in the garage tomorrow so we don't have them in the house. Oh, oh the f***, we will put them back in the garage <laughs> tomorrow. If they're back in the garage, that's it, I'm done. I'm out. That's it, I'm out. Hello, Seattle, I miss me. I swear, and I even said, she goes, I'll just get those in the, and I'll put them in the garage and I'll remind myself. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That was the vortex of hell they were in before that never, ever got dealt with. The garage thing. I'm just as guilty. I had a lot of sports stuff and silly things in there and I, it's gone now.
Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings at 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Gone now. But I swear to God, if those are back in the garage, there'll be a single lady wandering around wondering what happened with a box of shoes and a lamp on the side of the road. I swear to God, she'll be on the road selling a lamp. It's a nice lamp. 13-year-old lamp. Never seen the light of day, ironically, but it's a, an antique. Yeah, my, yeah maybe you take it to Antique Roadshow and, wow, it's in such great condition. Where is it? It's been in the garage for the last 13 years, unopened in a box without ever seeing sunlight. Yes, what uh, Rick was, was the guy that was come over to take it. Or? Didn't care. Don't care. Rick could be the biggest swinging dick on the planet that comes it over. It could be the Rick signal. It, oh, she puts the yeah, lamp right, up, okay, turns it on. Great. If it's a huge light in the sky of Rick's dick, <laughs> and then Rick comes over while I'm at work and gives her the high hog all day long, fine. Get the lamp out of my f***ing garage, Either Rick. start working Rick, it again. Yeah. Rick, I'm sorry your legs are all wobbly when you're done f***ing her. Fine. Get the lamp out of my garage. I'll get that next time I'm here, if you don't mind. Been a long time, Rick. Should probably take that garage. He's getting a little upset. Uh, the lamp will stay here until I need a lamp. See, I like to work in the darkness. <laughs> Rick left the lamp again. Just in case you want to start back up. <laughs> yeah, you know. This is another lamp because the, the bulb's getting a little uh, dim on the last Rick lamp. <laughs> I bought you a new lamp. Oh, that's very thoughtful, Rick. Yeah, I swear to God. I just, when I heard the word, I'll put him in the garage. My body just, from head to toe, just went into this strange weakness of like, oh, this is this is where Dateline husbands come from. This is where murders occur. Because I was outside all day, swamping myself in that stupid garage. My choice. Needed to be done. But all I asked was that all the stuff that came out didn't go back in. Oh. And I walked by it this morning and I'm like, all right. There's that stuff. If it's back in the garage, I have to kill someone today, and that's just a f-ing shame because I've worked real hard my whole life not to kill anyone, but this will do it. This will be the end of it. I'll take the shoes back Tuesday. and I've- Oh, I don't know. And these shoes, they're out of style, too. They're like they were moccasins. <laughs> and I, they're old. They're ancient, like Indian-made. I don't know. There was clogs. They were made of wood. Clay shoes. They were forever old in brand-new boxes. No questions. Don't care. Do not put them back in the garage. How do garages get like that? It's insanity. You just made me think about you know some of the boxes I have. Like, do I um, get rid of all? I still have the pictures from when I was a senior in high school that you know you sign and give. Yeah, all oh, the little, so, yeah, the yeah. little wallets. <laughs> have a great summer. <laughs> You're really <laughs> funny. Keep in touch, Debbie. Did you hand those out? I've never once given one. Of those we had pictures. a. De- yeah, oh, I know I everybody got them, but I always. We had a, Probably the last week of school, you're coming out and uh, giving pictures to everybody. Yeah, I never. I, never um, I couldn't participate in that. I found that to be wildly strange to hand out. I've never been comfortable with pictures of me, but like, here you go. Here's a parting gift. It's me. It's another one of me. And it's like people even asking you try to sign the back. I'm just. I never got why anyone would need a, a picture of me in eighth grade. Here I know. You know. Here's one and for they, you. I never got it. Now it's the. I think there's a. There's still some picture handing out, and then there's uh, yearbook signing. Well, the pictures are now, you know, phones. They shoot them back and forth to each yeah. other. But, yeah, the yearbook. They're still taking the Yearbook pictures. signing I got. There's something about that that had some sort of odd nostalgia. I was at a place yesterday. Uh, it's over. A, it's called Valentine. It's a restaurant in, like, an antique store. 
on 7th Avenue. It's in, a, in the Melrose area. Mm, David Brumstead was there <laughs> handing out Buffalo Ranches. But uh, I went in there and I looked. Not only is it there was a foam. That's just old stuff. People, It's like people give away. But then they sell it again as vintage stuff. But there's an old foam 98 KUPD logo carved out of like styrofoam in there. 65 bucks for this thing. Whoa. It's made of foam. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I think we used to have one of those at the old building. Probably. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't well, that, there that, it is. Actually, actually, yeah. It's Valentine, if you want it, $65. I'm like, I worked there. <laughs> Dollar. Tops. Um, and then so, uh, but there are old yearbooks in there from like the 40s and 50s. And it is kind of weird to read all the stuff. Is, but man, the old people back in the day, first off, their handwriting was as, you know, when your grandma wrote you a letter? Yeah. That was like a grandma handwriting. She's had it. Everybody had the same handwriting, grandma handwriting. Back, these are 17, 18 year olds. And everything was, I hope you have an exquisite summer. It's been a wonder getting to know you. And like the thing in Roger, like, have a bitch in summer, bro. TLF. <laughs> yeah, some kind of code you got to decipher. Yeah, this was not that. It was like, you are a wonderful friend and always will be. My lady. I cherish our times together, our walks in the park, the cherry dipped sodas. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I'll meet you at the malt shop. These this people summer. are brilliant. Yes, the malt <laughs> shop over on Third Avenue. If your father allows you out, I'll get you home before dark. This is a promise to you and the family I cherish. So, marry me, Joanne. It's like wow, this guy's honor. But all the all the things in a yearbook were great. It made me think of like things we wrote. Get, don't get laid too much yeah. this summer, bro. It's like nobody yeah, wrote that no in problem. 1954. <laughs> I read the first page of the yearbook and I thought the same thing. Like, yeah, hope your fingers don't get pruning finger and bitches all summer. Sign, Todd. <laughs> Thanks, Linkus. This one's my favorite. May you harvest the pelt yes. this summer. Maybe in ninth grade, your deal smell like <laughs> You've been in the backside. All right. <laughs> Later, Dale. Oh, his brother Dale signed it. Fatherdale? Uh, he signed my yearbook and asked about anal? Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah, it was weird, but I never got into I, like Even my prom pictures with my prom date in the Jeep, I looked at them, I didn't like them, and I just threw them in the air, and they flew all over the place. And she started getting all weak. So I got those, and I was just thinking, what am I going to do with Yeah, them? your little baby pictures of you. You don't need that. Yeah. Maybe one. I think Were you looking sharp, you just feeling good? Collar pop. Uh, you know, you can you can just take a picture with your phone. <laughs> right, I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, nice it was flowing a blonde version. mullet. It was nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I don't think I ever gave yeah. out those little pictures. Me neither. I always I found just, it weird. Yeah. I never wanted one, and I never gave one. Like, a, like if a cute girl wanted to give me a picture of herself, I'd take it. It might have tapered a little bit after. Like, I was, and you know, when I graduated, that was, senior pictures were a, a big deal. To like hand them you, out? We, we had to schedule the photographer. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, that was that. huge. Yeah, we did that I think that too. it's still that way, but that was the whole thing, you know. I thought it was just for your grandparents and yeah, relatives, think, but then you got to get the wallet size one. Yeah. I, I think they're out because nobody no cares a wallet of pictures yeah. anymore. Be, do yeah, they yeah, still do that? I mean, does Kirby get pictures and all that kind of stuff? Or? She gets, they get pictures. Gotta be all digital. All their sports. Yeah, but as you far know, as school goes, does she get pictures? Digital, you can keep it as a digital one, or you know, their parents that st- they still offer packages. They do print yeah. your own. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, well, all I know, and I found a Porkopolis gift card for a free appetizer too. Yeah, in my garage search. Still yesterday. good. I, I emailed you or text yesterday. I said, "Hey, you uh, 
going to honor this or what's going on here? Was your business? It's card? honored if it opens back up. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, nope. Not opens back up. I found it. And, I, and it's got your name on the front. It's, it's a Brady Bogan business card. Oh, it's business my business card. card. And then on the, back, the back, it says app. Give me an appetizer. appetizer. Yeah. You, it's good at my house. <laughs> do you do takeout? Yeah, you yeah, drive I, to Gilbert I'll, to get I'll it. It's not dining only, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm not doing that. I'm driving all the way to Gilbert for an appetizer. You know how many good appetizers I passed to get to that? My friend Mark t- on Friday is like, hey, you want to be uh, uh, my cornholing partner Saturday in a uh, all right. tournament? Sure, I'll be in a stupid tournament, get drunk and do whatever. Now, he lives right down the road from me, and he goes, here's the thing. It's in Gilbert. I'm like, out. He's what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not driving to Gilbert for cornholing. He's like, it's only it's at noon. And I'm like, yeah, I've got to get up at 10 in the morning to go to Gilbert. No, not happening. Out. <laughs> Off. Go play cornhole somewhere else with your Gilbert friends. Why don't you want to go? Uh, first off, you made me think of Gilbert in a park with cornholing. It's going to just be ravaged by kids and families and nonsense. Barbecuing. Barbecuing and, and small oh. talking about how hot it's going to get. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, this it is all bad. Weather. This is all bad. Then I realized maybe that wouldn't have been so bad. Because instead, yesterday, Doug Hopkins came all the way from the East Valley to my neck of the woods and says, you want to go grab something to eat? Like, sure, we'll have some brunch. So Joy and Megan and Doug and I all gather up, go over to... First, we go to Valentine, the place with the 98 KUPD thing. Go there and have a breakfast. Doug didn't like it, so we threw it up like a college girl, and we had to go eat somewhere else. That's, Doug, Come on! Yeah, Doug bulimiated it up. He didn't wow. care for the breakfast. <laughs> What's going on, Doug? I gotta go. There's gonna break my throat and chest. I'll be right back. And he came back and he goes, I feel great. I'm like, what happened? He goes, I had to throw that up. I didn't care for that. Some of it was stuck in my chest. I'm like, oh, boy. It's turning all red. So we went over to a place called Fame on Central. It's really good, kind of like a little breakfast place. They got some regular food, too. And they serve, you know, full bar, all that, mornings and a little brunch. And the second we said... Bloodies and mimosas? Sure, you have mimosas and bloodies. That's easy. Sangria. I had a Jack and Diet. It was great. So uh, we're sitting there uh, at the table and Joy... Uh, goes, oh my, oh, my God. And like, what happened? Like, it's like somebody threw bleach in her eyes. Oh, my God. And the dog goes, what's wrong? And she goes, look, the table next to us, as far as you are from me, Brady, aimed right at me, is a woman who is probably five foot three, two twenty five, 225, in a, a crop top, a crop top, taking pictures of her food. And I'm like, ah, she's, she's laughing because she's taking pictures of her food. And George goes, no, that's not it. And she goes, look down. Under the table, she was in a skirt that was way too small, and I saw a giant fat just ah. blobbing out of this thing. It is ten pounds of lab. It was right at you. horrifying. Her legs were too big to put together. Ah, so her knees were about a foot and a half apart, and then the thighs were bashed in together and pushing out her big fat. It blobbing through that oh. thing, so we couldn't tell if she had underwear on or not, or if the line we were seeing. Was her fat rolls banging into each other or the actual gates of hell inside to her ovary department? One on the same, actually. Yeah, it was the same exact thing. It was just awful. And all she was doing was photo. I have pictures of it if you're interested. If you're interested in seeing that, uh, I have them right here. Some delicious photography. I I also have a video. Did Did you see it, Brett? Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? What's worse is... Look at her top. Like, it's non-existent, too. Oh. Yeah, look underneath there, though. Look under the table. Oh, oh yeah. 
Those are worse than my videos that I show. Yeah, oh no, I, I said That's that. Real life. I'd rather watch Brett's murder videos than <laughs> and then see this in real life. And she kept squirming it around and like lifting one leg up and dropping another one. It was just awful. I'm like, yeah, there's no kids in here, but I don't know if I'd rather hang out with kids or that. It was horrible, horrible. So she had the tuna melt. Yeah, for, uh, yeah. She and Doug just. He was quiet the whole time, just stared and ate his breakfast. Just soup. He ordered soup. He wanted it. <laughs> Man, I've never been so hungry in my life. He kept saying that. I'm like, oh, Hopkins. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. And if there's ever been, you know, sitting with Doug Hopkins, if there's ever been... A time where location mattered most. It was ours. Location, 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 they say in the business of real estate. And we picked the table, that the only table that you could see this, too, because it was up against the wall. The only table anybody could see that lady's labia and ovaries. I think, I don't know if we can put this on, uh, that's not her actual, those are her thighs, right? Because she made a, you know, no, she made a, close. she made a move and then we saw that she had black underwear on. But what this looks oh, like, it was sucked up in it there. It was all oh, jammed man. up in there. Oh. It had been uh, devoured by whatever those things are. <laughs> and that's her just photographing her hot tuna melt mm. cheese sandwich, whatever that is, Ugh. just to add more to the... And she's drinking probably a sour. I don't know what she's drinking, but whatever she's putting in her body is just adding to the tonnage that already existed. It was out. Hot day in the old town. Leaving her one-ton dually uh, when she got done eating, or what? I mean, she is a one-ton oh, dually, and no, uh, I think uh, I think she walked just to get that thing nice and Come sloughed on, up. Walk. Oh yeah, no, you're right. She don't walk <laughs> just to get it all slippery. Ugh. Back back ah. upstairs after she's done. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of thing we can do when somebody's. Uh, makes an appearance in public. There has to be a thing that we... Like, you know, when somebody's got something stuck in their teeth, we're always too embarrassed to say, hey, you got a little green on your teeth. Some people are good about going, you got a little something on your teeth, and nobody really cares. You're grateful. Oh, thank you. I didn't know I had that stuck there. But when you go home and you see that there's a wad of green on your teeth, why didn't anybody say anything? Like, if you... I would have sent Megan over there. Oh, no. Or Uh, Joy. We were thinking about, like, how to handle this. There's no good way to say, excuse me, ma'am. You enjoying your meal? Yeah, it's great. Okay, well, we're not because your is hanging out and we're going to throw up. So if you could close your legs or face a wall or do something. Are you pee shaming now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, I oh. am. I am shaming the larger ladies. It's disgusting to have your... Uh, now, if my genitals were out, the police would show up. Like, if I'm sitting there... And my my balls are hanging out, and I'm just taking photos of my he's hot ham and cheese. Exposing himself. It's like, my God, this pervert's gonna have. He's gonna rape us all. When a big girl does it, you're like, well, she's just, she can't cross her legs. Well, that's not my problem. I'm trying to enjoy a a cinnamon roll here. Do you know how hard it is to look at a cinnamon roll and look over and see that cinnamon roll? They're, they're similar in shape and design. Cinnamon rolls. No, it was so it was an interesting, interesting uh, weekend. So Hopkins. Puked at the first restaurant, yeah, but not didn't at that, that second one. one. Right? He, what the hell's wrong he, with he him? wanted to stay longer. We couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Oh. Looks like, ooh, man. If my mouth didn't have so much bile taste in it, I'd go down there right now. Oh. One more mead. No, yeah. Let's get another drink and just hang around here for a little bit. I'm not done staring at the grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gross. Oh, 
Yeah, Hopkins liked it. We're all trying to move tables. He's like, no, 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 no. This is rare. You don't get a look at these. This is like the Loch Ness Monster. It just popped its head up. We got to stare at it. He was into it. We were all disgusted. He loved it. Anyway, that was my that was my whole weekend. It was just uh, cleaning the garage and uh, rogue these sightings. It was just strange all the way around. Just odd. Had dinner with Trip on Friday, and then uh, he told me he was golfing with you. Yeah, I'm going with Brady on Sunday. What time? Six thirty in the morning. <laughs> Who wakes up at 5.30 to go golf? You could have been there, John. I could have, and I would have been slaughtering you with golf clubs and whacking you guys in the head. Who gets up at 5.30 on our day off? It's great. No, it's not great. It's dumb. It's elderly behavior. you got to stop this. You're better than me. Oh, if you have to set an alarm on Sunday for something you're not, you got to pay for, that's ridiculous. No thanks, but yeah, they, he's like, I think there's an opening, and I'm like, and there's going to stay an opening if I'm the one that has to fill it. I'm not getting up at 5.30 to golf on a Sunday morning. Good Lord. Sundays don't start until like 11. That, like 11 maybe, and that's a non-football season Sunday. Otherwise, you got to wake up early for the 10 o'clock start. You're crazy. Spectacular, John. Awful. Just dreadful. Guaranteed. And you were with a couple 70-year-old men, so it makes sense. It makes no, no, you trip and then two other guys. So there were a couple 70 year old men in there because you're acting like an old man. We'll just pop up before the sun and grab that worm. Early bird it. Be all done by nine. So I can come home from a nappy. It's disgusting. I won't go to Gilbert and you're waking up at 530 to go golf with old people. Weird. Make it stop. It is a big day here because today we start. The Morning Sickness Man Cave Upgrade. It is brought to you by our friends at Modelo Especial and Prestige Billiards. At 8 in the morning today, you're going to get your chance to win oh, just a massive, uh, eight, this is huge, Prestige Billiards given an 8-foot pool table, get a ping-pong table that comes with that, air hockey table, cocktail arcade game system that has 516 retro games in one system, oh, man. a Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue, a mini fridge from Modelo Especial, a $150 gift card so you can fill the fridge, tables and stools for your friends to sit around and wait their turn when you're playing pool or any of the games. You're going to have an awesome, humongous man cave, which is phenomenal. And at 8 o'clock, we're going to get you all loaded up. So if daily qualifiers every day, and everybody who qualifies for the day will win Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits t- uh, uh, $50 gift certificate, which is great. Plus two tickets to go see Rob Zombie at Talking Stick on September 24th. And then on June 16th, we'll have five finalists just before Father's Day. Hashing it out. Uh, those five finalists will get a four-pack of tickets to the Diamondbacks and Cubs on September. And then they come in and they compete for the man cave to go into their home. And Meathead from Prestige will be here. You haven't lived until you stuffed some toys in your house and made your house everything you wanted it to be when you were a teen boy. A man cave. Get rid of that stupid room with the couches you're not allowed to touch. Boo to that. No. Heck, I might have a lot more space in my house if those goddamn boxes go back in the garage today. There's going to be a see. ton of furniture missing. The whole thing will be an arcade. I'll just put these in there for later. Nope. Nope. I swear to God, if I open my garage door today, and there's anything impeding my beautiful, empty garage. I have to get them. Put them in your car. Leave them in your car forever then. I don't care. But the lamp has to be... No, the lamp belongs to Rick. I don't know who that is, but Rick's getting the lamp. 
If your name is Rick and you want a lamp, I got it. You can have it. I don't even know really what it looks like. Could be Rico Blaze. It could be Rick up, Rico. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even. Know. Maybe it didn't say Rick. Maybe it just said Rico on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think. Oh no! <laughs> hey now, who moved my goddamn light? It's <laughs> your love light, isn't it? That was when I knew that John's wife wanted to go to the policeman's ball. All right. She called it the policeman balls deep. It's a light so bright it shines in the daytime, girl. Mmm. We go blaze. Don't get up in that ass. What time you get off work, homework? Yeah. Don't worry about it. All your chores at home have been done. Sorry about your dog. Little shampoo will get that off. Sometimes Rico lets loose with the phone gun. Messes up the whole house. I got confused in the bedroom when she said to pet the pussy. So I did that. Your cat's dead. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Brought that up. It might say Rico on the sideline. Don't care. The work yesterday was much more important than any sort of emotion or feeling I have for another human being. If that stuff goes back into the garage. What's the fan do odds on that? Going to kill someone. Uh, that's an even bet. <laughs> Because it's clogging up a space by the door you have to go into the garage to get to her car. And, and uh, she think. could pick everything up, no problem, and be able to oh, put yeah. it and load it up. Shoebox. Yeah. Like four shoeboxes. They're all in another box. And then two bags. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, I mean, this is nothing like, or not like heavy, wet sacks of cement. But that'll be the end of it. She get Rick to help her. Rick can help. I'm fine with that. Hire 10 Just get, Just get it out. It, it was a struggle yesterday to figure out where all this stuff's going to go. Clean. You know, it was, it was also a purge day where you go through the garage and like, I got to get rid of some of this stuff. I swear to God, if it's back in that garage, you're going to see me on date. So that's when John took matters into his own hands. Oh, did he? They never found the body. There's an extra bag in the garage now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There'll be something else in that lamp box. <laughs> the Samsonite woman all folded up in there. I'm not threatening to kill her. I'm promising I'll kill her. I swear <laughs> to God. It's not a threat. Do not put that back in the garage. Please. Uh, it's 618. you got the man cave upgrade coming up in just a little bit. Uh, get ready for that. And hopefully all of you win a giant, super, incredible man cave in your house. And uh, it's going to be awesome. So thanks to Modelo and Prestige Billiards and Meathead over there for helping us out. Pretty awesome stuff. And you guys are going to load your place up. With great things. There's everybody who's ever wanted has always sent a picture back of what they did to that room. They weren't using anyway. It's the best. If you've got a living room, those things are old, dumb. Nobody comes over and has tea and sits in the living room anymore. You do that in the kitchen now. That room is pointless. Turn it into a man cave. It's the best. Uh, give us a wake up song. 585 9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.